0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, June 8th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: So Jay, have you been following this new Saudi Arabian golf league?
0: I kind of have, and I know it's controversial.
1: Yeah, so basically, Saudi Arabia, they've been kind of going through this rehabilitation process where they want to be known more for professional sporting events and less so for human rights abuses and so part of that is they thought let's go into golf and right now the big golf league in the world is the pga tour you would know it from the masters and all the big opens and all of that now they have this rule that you can only be a part of the pga tour if you leave the pga tour you're no longer a part of it but the saudis have been luring away players with tons of money and a few big names have just left
0: yeah nothing says country of the people like a fancy golf league
1: well yeah obviously but The craziest part is how much they're spending. So Justin Johnson, he's one of the best players in the league. He's won many tournaments. He's made $75 million over his whole career on the PGA Tour. And it is speculated that he was paid $125 million just to play in this new league.
0: I'm going to throw a reference at you, Brett. It's the USFL of golf. Was that like the XFL? no as the USFL Donald Trump was one of the owners a few big players I think Jim Kelly Doug Flutie included oh wow went to the USFL for the big dollars the thing folded because it wasn't the NFL I don't know how this will go but you know I don't blame athletes for taking money when they're at the peak of their career, that's for sure.
1: I can't blame them either, but it's anyways, it's very complicated. A lot of the players are under scrutiny now, and they're being criticized for taking blood money. It's all very controversial, but it is happening, and it is a big deal in the world of golf. I'm not a big golf fan, but it's just kind of an interesting geopolitical story.
0: It is an interesting geopolitical story, and aside from professional golf here or professional golf in Saudi Arabia. What do we have for Peak pals today?
1: And by the way, I'll mention it. Bieber canceled his Toronto show and Jay's mad about that. For our first story, the price of lumber is falling. For our second story, Britain experiments with a four-day work week. And for our third story, there's a new share structure at Shopify.
0: For our first story, almost everything is getting more expensive these days unless you're in the market for some lumber, Brett. I am in the market for some lumber. Ironically, I never thought I'd say that. But what is driving prices down?
1: It is a great time for you then, Jay. You got to buy it all up. The price of lumber has bucked the inflation trend by plummeting more than 50% from recent peaks. As people adjust their spending priorities for a post-pandemic lifestyle during the pandemic, lumber prices more than quadrupled as sawmills, which process raw timber into lumber, shut down for public health reasons, while demand soared as people stuck at home, undertook home reno and DIY building projects, which I believe is what you're doing.
0: It is, but just a little delayed, which seems to be working in our favor. And here's why it matters. Expensive lumber raises construction costs, making houses and renovations even pricier, not ideal in a housing market that's already priced out many buyers. But by some estimates, high lumber prices during the pandemic drove up the cost of building a typical Canadian home by as much as $30,000.
1: That's crazy. Maybe you should just like stockpile a bunch of lumber, hoping it goes back up. In terms of what's causing the collapse, well, it's basically more holidays and fewer home renos. Now that people are leaving their house and spending more on activities like travel, dining and concerts, budgets are shifting away from home improvement and demand for lumber is falling because that new deck may not actually be as fun as a trip to Paris. Who would have thought, Jay?
0: And of course, higher interest rates. While housing starts are still going strong in Canada, higher interest rates have slowed construction in the US, reducing overall demand for lumber and pushing prices down. Single family home starts completions and permits all fell in April as sales of new homes dropped over 16% in the U.S., this according to a story in the Wall Street Journal.
1: But don't expect lumber prices to fall back to pre-pandemic levels just yet. Sawmills in Western Canada are still recovering from last year's fires and floods that knocked out highways and raised transportation costs. And now with oil prices at record highs, costs for lumber producers are still greater than they were in the before times, the pre-pandemic era. For our second story, for thousands of workers across Britain, Casual Fridays, they just tuck on a whole new meeting. Jay, what's up with this four-day work week experiment?
0: Well, from fish and ship shops to big corporations, more than 3,000 workers across 70 companies will work 80% of their hours for 100% of their pay as the world's largest four-day workweek pilot, this according to a story in the Washington Post.
1: That sounds pretty good to me. So the pilot's organizers include not-for-profit, focused on the four-day approach, who will work with researchers to explore how a shorter work week affects company performance and productivity, as well as employee turnover and overall well being.
0: Now, this is nothing new. Debates over the length of a work week have gone on for close to a century. In 1926, Henry Ford led the charge to adopt a five day work week down from six, and labor unions started to push for a four day work week around the 1950s as the next logical step.
1: Some countries like Belgium allow workers to condense their work weeks into four days, provided they work 40 hours. You just have to work a longer day. But the British pilot will see companies give workers a full day off for the same pay while aiming to meet the productivity levels of a five-day week.
0: Now, we've got a bit of data about how this might turn out. Work weeks reduced by few hours in Iceland have resulted in happier workers with steady levels of output. Gallup research found that less work generally increases worker well-being and reduces burnout, but can worsen the productivity of some.
1: And that takes us to why this really matters. More companies recognize recruiting top talent means offering a high quality of life, which, by the way, sometimes just means having a life. But those that reduce hours will have to ensure workers are using their reduced time Efficiently to keep salaries competitive.
0: But let's keep this in perspective, Brett. Governments would have to mandate a four day work week to limit the competitive advantage of companies working five days, which is unlikely. Plus, a Sequoia survey found 90% of employers have no plans to adopt a four day work week anytime soon. And we are sticking to our podcast, which is five days, Brett.
1: We might even go to six, Jay, but don't tell
0: anyone. <laughs> We're bucking that trend. <laughs> and for our third and final story. Shopify shareholders have voted in favor of giving CEO Toby Lutke a special founder share that entrenches his control of the company. This and a story in the Globe and Mail. Brett, what does this actually mean for Mr. Lutke?
1: It sounds like you're in a video game and you just had some big unlock and you finally get the founder share. That's what it is. Anyways, this new governance structure ensures that Lutke, his family and affiliates, which I wish I was a part of one of those, will have 40% of the total voting power at Shopify as long as Lutke remains at the company. Now. A company committee said the proposal would modernize the company's governance structure, but some advisory firms warned it could give the CEO too much power.
0: I think that's the actual point. Opposition voices came out of the woodwork with some analyst reports calling the proposal inappropriate or downright not in the best interest of the company or its shareholders.
1: You know, the meeting was full of other things too. At the, also there, Shopify investors voted to carry out the for the zillionth time, a 10 for one stock split. You've heard of these before in the technology sector with this year aiming to make voting shares more accessible for everyday retail investors. So they're going to do a stock split just like Amazon has done and many others have.
0: But even if we do buy that share at a lower rate, the CEO still has control of the company. Now, the now approved arrangement could cause a ballooning effect for the disparity between voting power and equity interest at the company, as I just mentioned. So Brett, Why should Peak care about the new Shopify share structure?
1: Well, this insulates Shopify from hostile takeovers or activist shareholders, given that the company is facing a particularly vulnerable few months. The stock has fallen 73% this year, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite is down 22% in the same time, so they're consolidating power to get through this challenging time for the company. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country.
0: If you got a second one out, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode.
0: Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett and Brett. Beebs giveth. He gave us iced coffee this week.
1: And he took it away.
0: And Biebs taketh away. He canceled his two Toronto shows, as you mentioned at the top of the pod. I did not have tickets, but I know people were very excited about it. I still have to wait for his return. He says he's sick and can't do the shows on doctor's orders. I'm sure he'll be back. I'm sure of it. Like an ice cold coffee on a yeah. nice warm day. Yeah. Brett, have a good day.